Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Growing Up Sucks podcast. You got two main boys today, Cameron and Nick. Uh, Chad is working today, so he will not be in today's episode. Uh, disclaimer, we cuss and say controversial things. Um, spoilers for pop culture stuff, um, stuff from the early 2000s, if you still don't know what it is. I don't know. Like murder trials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah. How, how you doing? Doing great. Yeah. It's a nice scorching. Was it Saturday? Nice scorching Saturday morning. For those who don't live in Washington, it is go leave. <laughs> it's like a fucking nuclear summer outside. It's eighty-eight right now. Eighty-eight. <clears throat> uh, it's gonna be a hundred and two uh, around five o'clock. And that's when you guys are leaving, isn't it? No, we're leaving like two o'clock. Okay. We're gonna go pick up some stuff, go to the stores. They have fun in a hundred degree weather. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Heat. Heat fucking sucks. Yeah, it's only gonna get worse. I'm only more of a. I'm a winter guy. You know, because I can hide my fat ass in, in a jacket and pants. I mean, I like the swimming stuff and like. Hanging out at, like, the beach or something. Yeah, but that's, like, like 75 or, like, 80 degree weather. 102 is, like, I'm going to go outside and turn into a fucking prune. <clears throat> this reminds me of that scene in Spongebob. Where the little grandma? No. We're oh, in the SpongeBob movie. jump at the Spongebob and he yeah, like shrinks it, down. Suddenly he puts the light on him and he starts That's shrinking. what it feels like. <laughs> Only I get burnt. <laughs> Yeah, we we went out to Joanne's yesterday. I forgot what the store was called. Um, like the fabric store? Yeah, because Molly got a, uh, it's called a cricket. You basically could make any custom um, sayings, stickers, um, you could engrave stuff. It's basically just for like art projects. A cricket. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, this growing up sucks. I thought you meant like a, right like a cricket, like bat. <laughs> This is a test room. Oh, okay. oh, it's one of those. It's like a printer thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and so we went out to go get her one because she really wanted one. And every, like, we would go, uh, I ended up parking nearby the uh, entrance. We went yeah. inside, got all our shit, right? And then when on the way back, I sat in the car and, like, for five minutes that we were inside, my car got super fucking hot. Yeah. I was. You didn't have a dog in the car. I was sent to leave my child in there, but you know, I don't have kids. Child? <laughs> you didn't say it was mine. Um, yeah, because yesterday or the day before, some old ass like dude left his dog in the car. Jeez. The windows up. <laughs> and in our store, fucking all the fucking all the warriors of the world want to show up to the counter and be like, "There's a dog in a car out there," and we're like, "What the fuck are we supposed to do?" Yeah. We don't have the authority to go out there and bust some windows. Call the cops, like. Yeah, you you call the cops, lady. So we literally have to like owner of a a blue Dodge. Can you come to the front desk, please? But the guy wasn't even in our store. He was in the store next to us, and they thought it was gonna be just some asshole. But it was some like ninety year old dude with a walker. Came out of the store. I was like, uh, uh, I was only in there for a few minutes. 
I don't move very fast due to the cancer in my legs. <laughs> and the ladies were like, oh my god, okay, we're sorry. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. <laughs> not, the, not the old dude with cancer in his legs, but the fact that they were like ready to crucify the person that came out of that store. It was like that scene from, uh, what's that fucking show with Tosh, Tosh Daniels in it? Prickleberry? Prickleberry, when he finds the little Asian kid. Oh. <laughs> I had no idea it would be this easy. <laughs> it kicks him out of the door in a fucking wheelchair. Yeah, it's sad that the guy, like, canceled that show. I didn't think it was going to last very long. Shows that cruel usually don't last that long these it's days. It's dumb, like. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Like, you can't be an offensive people... cartoon unless you're one of the big three these days. The big three? Yeah. Simpsons, Family Guy. And it's a toss-up for the third one. It's I would say either Bob's Burgers or American Dad. I'll say South Park. Bob's Burgers South is Park, not yeah. offensive at all. No, but it's like an adult cartoon. Like, kids don't really watch it. What about Disenchantment? That's a good one. Yeah. That's on Netflix only, though. I'm talking about ones that have been running for a long time. South Park, probably maybe, yeah. Uh, so Family Guy, Simpsons, and South Park are like the three big adult cartoons. About American Dad. That's a good one, too. I was going to say that one, but I forgot about South Park. <laughs> I fucking love American Dad, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guns don't kill people. People with bigger guns kill people with smaller guns. Well, because it's dumb. Like, so Brickleberry was on was a Hulu exclusive. Yeah, and they canceled it. They canceled it. offensive. But... The same producers ended up making Paradise PD on Netflix. And, and Netflix still going, doesn't care. Nah, Netflix will throw everything they've got. From little girls twerking <laughs> to fucking anime titties. They will put whatever they want on that and they can do whatever they want. There's a show on there. I think it's called The Frontier. Don't you watch The Frontier, Molly? No. Okay. It's some show about some... It's like about... British and what is that show? Outlander. Outlander. <gasps> Love it. There's Outlander and then there's one with Jason Momoa called The Frontier. Oh. And The Frontier has rape scenes in it. Yes, like, it was Outlander. Yeah, straight up. It's like this old dude who rapes this like little like 20 year old dude. And he, it's it's a dude. He like has sex with a 20 year old guy. A lot of gay rape. And it's oh. it, and I'm like, this is on fucking Netflix? And speaking of Netflix, they have a new sh- show coming out in July. And it's called Sexy Beasts, and it's about people, like, basically dating each other, but they're dressed up in the ugliest, like, beast costumes, basically, and they're dating, and it's basically, like, they don't see what they look like, they only know their personality, and they have to choose one person that they went on a date with. So it's furry porn with extra steps. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I watched the trailer for it, and it's really creepy. Yeah, I bet. I, like... I'm like, I go from, like, my my nephew watches something called The Word Party, which is this cute little kid show, and then I switch over to my profile, and it's like, you want to watch gay rape scenes? And I was like, oh my god, Netflix, you gotta chill. Still not as bad as the kids twerking. What was that show called? Like, Cuties? Yeah. I can't even eat cutie oranges now. (laughs) I see them and want to throw up. Hey, cuties! Yeah, I don't know who the fuck at Netflix headquarters was just like, this is a good idea. It was a woman who made the show, too. Everyone was like, let's crucify the man that made this. Oh, a woman made it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, nobody talks about it. Yeah, I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. I think it got removed finally. 
I fucking hope so. Because even Netflix was like, all right, child porn, a little too much, maybe. Maybe a little too much. That new show, <laughs> Frontier, though, bump up the gay sex scenes. <laughs> bump it up. Like, I miss back in the day when, like, there was certain channels with those kind of adult, like, shows on it. Like, I used to watch... Chad currently just finished... I used to watch Black Sails. Mm, it's, it. it's a show about pirates. Okay. It's, like, has, like, uh... Oh, what's that fucking pirate's name? The one that's named after, like, a fish company now. Oh, God. Long John Silver. Mm. Like, it has Long oh. John Silver in it. It's got a couple more, like, famous pirates in it. And it was really good, and it was on, like, Stars or HBO Max. And HBO Max and Stars is, like, the adult channel. Like right. That's where you'd watch the shows where there's no filters. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of boobs. Like, I used to watch True Blood, and that was on, like, HBO, I think. True Blood's a really good show, if you no one's watched it yet. It's just titties and vampires. <laughs> and occasionally werewolves ripping people's heads off. Good. Good show. Great, great plot. Um, <laughs> and now I can just go on Netflix and find shows ten times worse than the ones I used to watch, where I was like, this is a little rough, even for me. And now I go on Netflix and I'm like, I just watched a man IRL get beheaded. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, American censorship in certain places is getting more and more non-existent. Yeah. Like, which, there are some things I like about that. Because it makes the show or movie you're watching much more realistic. And there's, like... And there's parts that, like, I don't understand. Because, like, Netflix can do whatever the fuck they want because you pay for that service. Yeah. You're paying for whatever. You don't have to watch all the dirty or disgusting shows on there. Exactly. Same with HBO. Same with Hulu and... What are the other ones? Amazon and shit. Yeah. Amazon had the boys on it. And that is disgustingly gross sometimes. You still haven't seen Invincible yet? No, and Invincible. I want to watch Invincible. That's I've heard that's bad because like everyone really talks gross. about a train scene, and I guess it's just a fuck ton of people die. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen the clip <laughs> where it's like <laughs> the the black pilot dude. He's like, "You saved me," and then his dad crushes his fucking head like a grape. I've seen that, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is awful." Yeah, oh, I see that like on TikTok and like he I rips off Abe Lincoln's head or something. <laughs> I don't remember that scene. But uh, it was like a Batman versus Superman who would win a fight. And it's like, please, we already seen how Batman would lose, and he flips around like yeah. the the Batman. Because basically, like, like, like for those who don't know, Invincible is about a, it's like superhero. It's I, basically another evil Superman show. Yeah. Um, but the or quote Superman is called Omni Man. Yeah. And he's like Superman, except he has no weakness. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't have, have Kryptonite. Any. Weakness, he doesn't know that. He's just a Superman with full blood. And I think it's people make the joke that like Jeff Bezos is letting all these like evil Superman shows come out because he's just Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he technically he's bald and he has a fuck ton of money in drones. So, but like, so yeah, there's this character in the show who apparently he's like immortal. I think his name is like Immortal Man or Immortal. He's like the he's one of those like guardian dudes and he's got like a big old beard and Omni Man like rips his head off. Oh yeah. But it shows flashbacks of his life and he's Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Cause he gets shot in the head. It like shows Abraham Lincoln like look at the guy and then he gets shot in the head. Oh. John Wilkes Booth, love his work. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh but yeah, I guess that show's really gruesome. 
Uh, and well, that's what I'm like. You obviously you pay for all that. Yeah. But like, if I go on Netflix, I keep bringing it up and watch like gay rape, and then go on TV and there's still beep boop boop boop. That I think that's the part that confuses me the most is that TV is still so censored. Right. And it, technically, you still have to pay for that. So I don't understand why. I think it's because Netflix obviously doesn't have like the FCC. They don't have the fucking censorship for like a company. Yeah. But it's like I still watch TV. I watch like a show that I see on Netflix or something like that. That used to be on Netflix because obviously, if you're on Netflix now, they own your ass. Like all the good parts are cut out. And there's censorship and shit, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, this is awful. Like, the other day, I saw this post, this article, where they're putting Blazing Saddles on TV. They're, like, censoring it for TV so that people can watch it on TV. And I was like, you cannot watch a movie like Blazing Saddles censored. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not as funny. There's a lot of... it's a lot of N-word drops. A lot of boobs. It's a... Mel Brooks... It's like Spaceballs. Oh. It's like the same person. Mel Brooks made it. Okay. And like entire scenes, if they put it on this TV, will just be cut out of the movie. <laughs> and the, it's like one of those shows where like the really fucked up humor is what makes it really funny. Yeah. So now you're just gonna watch like the scene of someone like doing something stupid, and then it's gonna cut out the entire next scene because it's bad, and then the joke won't make sense at all. <laughs> and that's why nobody pays for cable anymore. Yeah. I think that and just commercials. Yeah, he, I fucking hate commercials. Like I tried um, watching because I got Hulu uh, Live TV. Yeah, so but they have ads it. with it. Yeah, because so it's played to like Live TV. You and, watch sports and shit. Yeah, and I remember what I remember what we watched, but it had commercials <laughs> in it, and you'd watch like five minutes of the actual like show, and it's like a like a couple minutes of commercials. Like I remember back before, I had. Just regular Hulu with with ads, and I fucking stopped. I stopped. I got rid of my account. I was like, I can't do this. Because awesome. Hulu with accounts is like you watch like thirty seconds and then ad. Yep. Watch thirty more ad. <laughs> That's retarded. So I was like, Nah. If I'm gonna pay for Hulu, I'm gonna pay for the real shit. Hmm. No ads, full grab. And there's still some shit you have to pay more to watch. <laughs> yep. I also miss when TV shows used to release, like, a box set for a season. You remember that? When shows were only on TV and they released, like, the uncensored version of the show. Right. I fucking love that. I have so many. Like, we have all the uncensored, like, one through five seasons of Family Guy. We have, like, I have season, like, three or four of Robot Chicken uncensored. And that shit's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Some people think the, like, the censored, like, beep when they cuss is more funny. I don't think it's funny at all. No. I think it's just kind of annoying. It doesn't make the joke funny. Because tell me what's funnier. Hearing Stewie Griffin go, ah, beep, or him just look at the camera and go, fuck. <laughs> I think it's way funnier to hear him just go, fuck. <laughs> fuck you. Ugh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. So... One thing I want to talk about is we, we've been looking at it a lot, and that's the or I've been looking at it a lot about you, uh, the Steam Summer Sale. Oh my god, I've, <laughs> I've looked at it. I try to control myself. Uh, so those who don't know, on Steam, which is like the hub for all PC gaming. Yeah, basically, it's kind of like 
the Xbox Store, or the PlayStation Store. It takes PC. games from different like uh, game launchers and puts them all into like one giant hub, so it's easier to like find, buy, and like launch games. Yeah. Um, and every summer, for every every year, they they launch a Steam Summer Sale, which all the big name games are like ninety percent off, dirt cheap, dirt cheap. You're gonna lose all your money. And <laughs> well, it's yeah. So they're all super cheap, but there's so many good ones that you still spend more money than you should. Yeah. You buy like twelve games and they're only like eight dollars, seven dollars. You're still gonna fucking. Spend That's still like, like sixty bucks. Yeah, sixty or fifty bucks. But I mean, it makes sense though. You're buying like eight, nine games. Yeah. Um, but what the fuck? That's a good deal. <laughs> good deal. And I don't know, like maybe just because I've I've been playing video games for a long time, and I've beaten. Most games, but when I looked at the, the Steam Summer Sale and like they have like franchises of games, standalone games. <laughs> Half of the franchise games are in my library. <laughs> They're either already in my library or I already played and beat them on a different console. Yeah, like, and I'm all for replaying a game on PC, but only if it was really good. Yeah, if only it was really good, because like the only reason I would replay a game on PC is for the graphics. Yeah, so it looks better. For some reason, like, I mean, not for some reason, but, like, just because PC, like, hardware is a lot better than any console. Yeah. And so you'll play, you know, fucking Skyrim on Xbox. It looks like basic Skyrim. You play on PC, it's like a movie. And there's mods and shit if you get more complicated. Yeah. Like, the big one that I rebought just to, like, I didn't even beat the game again. I just did it to look at the graphics was Red Dead 2. Yeah. I'm, it looks good on console, I'm not going to lie. It still looks it good. It looks good on console, yeah. But when you play it on PC, it's like you're watching a fucking movie. It looks really good. Like, the running water has, like, reflected... It, that fucking ray tracing, my guy. <laughs> yeah. The game looks fucking great if you have good enough hardware to run it. Because if you don't, it's just going to look worse. It's going to look worse than it did on console. The lowest setting on PC is, like, still worse than the highest on console. Yeah, but... I was looking at the Steam Summer Sale, and I'm just like, I don't... I have half of the games, Yeah. and I'm not going to trust them. I did get some games. Uh, I got some, but I played on Xbox, and I, I mostly never beat. Like, I got the Metal Gear Solid Five games, which I understand that they, they're they long-ass games. What is? Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, yeah. Like, they are super long. There's 100 missions that they usually last, like, 20 to 30 minutes each. Yeah, especially the one you bought. It's, like, easily, like, a two-week-long game if you play it straight. Yeah. You could beat it in, like, two weeks, maybe. Yeah. So. And then also got, like, Just Cause, which also is a big game. Is it really? Got Far Cry. Oh, yeah, I also got Far Cry 5. That one's honestly a really big game, too. Nice, because there's a lot more to do. Far Cry 5 had, like, an alright story, but it had a lot of, like, side shit. I like the story for Far Cry 5. Um, because it's like a doomsday reverend. Yeah, it's like, uh, I, I fucking loved it, and I know it didn't have, like, the most strong story, or, like, the it wasn't the best Far Cry. No. But, like, I fucking love TV shows and movies where you, a fucking sheriff has to, like, take, like, take back his land, like, his county or whatever. Like, I used to watch Longmire, really good show about a sheriff, like, fighting corruption and shit like that. Right. I fucking love that, and you play as a sheriff... Like, the most badass, like, mute sheriff in that game. 
And it's so fun because I get too into it where I don't even take, like, AKs or ARs. I'll fucking take a goddamn, like, forty four revolver <laughs> and a fucking lever action, like a hunting rifle, just to be immersed. <laughs> yeah. And, um, like, they have, like, really cool, like... It's in Montana, so they have really, like, Montana vehicles. Like, there's fucking, like, those big, like, Broncos, and then there's, like, these big giant bed trucks. It's an awesome fucking... It's... The world... The world and, like, the atmosphere in that game is the best part about it. Who doesn't want to be a sheriff in Montana? (laughs) Uh, The only issue I have with the game is just to progress the story, you have to do all of the side shit. Mm -hmm. Like, destroy the settlements, liberate outposts, rescue people. Well, and it's really repetitive, because every time the story progresses, you get kidnapped. Mm -hmm. Like, every time... So there's three main areas with three main bosses... Well, three sub-bosses, I should yeah. say. The main boss at the end. But the three sub-bosses, you have to, like... Like Nick said, you have to do the side shit and, like, piss them off. Like, destroy settlements. Blow up weapon convoys. Blow up their drug supplies. And then after a while, they send these people called hunters after you. And they shoot you with a sleep dart and drug you and you pass out. And then it's, like, a cutscene where you're been capped. It's really fucking annoying. <laughs> they didn't try really hard in, like, the progression system. Yeah. And my only other problem is the game is way more fun with friends, but you don't get skill points or progressive trees when you play in co-op. Hmm. So, like, the person who owns, the like, the game lobby does, the other person gets them really slow. Like, skill points, they get them fucking, like, dead slow. Unless, because there's these little books you can find that are skill point books. If you have those, you get them honestly, honestly, even if you're in co-op. But, like, progression, just, like, leveling up to get them... You can't do it. It's impossible. That part's kind of annoying. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah, that's so. That's all I really got over those games. Everything else, I just wasn't really interested in. There is one game we were looking at though. Zero. Hour? I'm probably gonna buy it. Honestly, it. Yeah, you already bought it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's. Uh, what else did I get? I think that's it. Uh, yeah. We did it get. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna get it, but I did get a police simulator game. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, dude. Maybe. Uh, it's actually surprisingly is kind of fun. Really repetitive because I mean it's still in early access and you don't really do much. Yeah. Um, but it's actually really fun. Like, so the premise of the game is you're just a regular cop, you know, issuing parking tickets at first, you know, learning the basics, but then as you progress, uh, bigger things happen, like car crashes. And people getting hit by, you know, just accidents, like people get hit by cars. Yeah. And the first thing you have to do is, like, administer a meal. Call an ambulance. To, uh, you have to uh, ask for ID. You can drug test, DUI test them. Yeah. And stuff like that. So that's fun. I like the... Well, it's in early access, and it's not far enough along, where they don't justify, like, getting into shootouts. Yeah, like, there's nothing... Because right, it's early access, they've stated, like, as of right now, there's no reason for you to discharge a live firearm. You have taser, which... That's the most you can do. So it's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the game's fun. I'm just wanting to know what the other other sections look like. Yeah. But. Yeah, you have to actually, like, work your way through the system, too. Yeah. You have to, like, progress by, like, doing, like, whatever duties you have at that time. Good concept, but once they upgrade it, I'll play it. Because they're going to add a co-op mode. Yeah, which is going to be in early July. 
Me and Nick are gonna fucking hit the streets together. Yeah. And like in that update, there'll be night shifts where you have to use your lights. So you get a flashlight on your guy, and then you also get like road flares, like major accidents. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's really realistic, but. Book of Dimenenko. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically what I've been doing. Sunglasses um, at night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been also playing a little bit just Car- just cause four. Just cause is one of those games where I don't think I could ever actually beat the game, just because it's more fun to fuck around for twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, Driving into a tornado. That's that's the that's the third one. The third one is very boring. The storyline is eh. Um, it's just like a basic like spy espionage type shit. Yeah. Um, but the fourth one, I mean, is actually pretty cool. Is it? Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing as Just Cause Two. We like cause chaos to move up. Yeah. Um, but in this one, you get you when you cause chaos, you kind of like rally people, like civilians, to fight in a rebellion. Yeah. And you can use those like they're called garrisons, and. You start off in a small little island and you branch out by, like, how do I explain it? On the map, there's kind of like front lines around your area. So it's like risk. It's like risk. And you use your front lines to move up and, like, take land. That's cool. Yeah. And you also get, like, rewards for it. And doing that, you also unlock missions. This is the newest? This is four? This is four, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I only ever played three, I think. Yeah, three wasn't as fun. I got really bored of three, real quick. Yeah, but no, four is really good. Viva Revolution! Yeah, because I, I like I just like looking at the map and then like commanding your troops, right? Where to go and how to fight, kind of thing. That's cool. It's always fun to start a revolution. Yeah, that's what I really liked about Fable Three was like you were like a resistance like team, mm. and you like overthrew the king eventually. And then you became the king. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah. More dollars. And like, I don't know, just just cause four, the traverse system also. They really they revamped it. Oh, okay. To where it it's really smooth now. Oh. It's not the very clunky like drive a car over a rock and your car gets flung yeah. across the road. Yeah, like you can like cause you have a wingsuit in the third and fourth game. Yeah. And just like using that because I remember in the third game, your wingsuit was very fucking finicky. Like, you slightly move to the left, your guy does a whole, like, barrel roll, crash into a tree, and dies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this one, like, you just slightly move it, and he, like, slowly, like, turn. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get any games on the summer sale? <laughs> I bought two games so far. I bought a game called The Forest. I'll talk about that. That one's a fun one. I bought a game that Chad recommended we play called, like, Outward. It's like a D&D kind of like, it's not, it's like a D&D like universe kind of thing, like the magic aspect and shit, but it plays like Dark Souls, mm-hmm. and it's like an adventure game where like you collect shit, uh, and it's, part of that was really cool is you can take your backpack off and on mm-hmm. to like change like your speed, so like you're fighting something easy, don't take your backpack off. It gives me like an anime vibe. Like you run into like a big boss and you can't beat him. You're like, all right, and then take off your backpack. And like now it's getting serious. <laughs> uh, have yet to play that yet, but me and Chad have started playing The Forest, which it is a fucking great game. I love it. It's it was in early access when I first ever played it, so they didn't have a lot done with the game, which was all right, whatever. 
And when they fully came out with it, I sat down with my cousin. This is on PS4. And we played it for like three days straight. We had a huge base. All that good shit. So the premise of the game... You're, you and your kid are on vacation, I think, or something. Or coming back from vacation. And you're playing Crashes. A plane full of people. And when you wake up, this big like guy covered in red paint is holding your son's hand. And he takes your son. And he kidnaps your son. And when you wake up, you realize you're on an island now. Like some deserted island. And like for the first, like I want to say, like half hour of the game, it's just you. You're by yourself, unless you're playing co-op. You like take a fucking survival ask out of one of the stewardess's backs, and you like scavenge the plane, and you go on. And then when nighttime hits, you're attacked by like I call them cannibals, but they're they're weird. They're like mutant cannibals. They're like all pale. They run on all fours sometimes. Like when they attack, they have no genitalia. But some of them do have boobs, which is weird. They have boobs, but no genitalia. And the game's actual, like, mechanic is you're supposed to die to them because they overwhelm you with them. And you wake up, and you're being kidnapped to a cave. And then you go into this cave. You get, like, a couple really good supplies, like a map and a compass. And you realize, like, after searching the cave, that there is much more to the island than it seems. Because you run into, like, disgusting monsters. Like, there's this one with, like four or five legs like spider and she lifts up her legs like a spider when she's about to attack and on the top is like two torsos morphed into one. Oh, <laughs> it's ter- it's like uh what was that one game not resident evil but the the clone of it evil within they're like evil within monsters like really disgusting creepy ones it's really fun it's, it has big base building and it has survival aspects like hunger health uh, thirst mm-hmm. and like you explore the island and you find pictures and like drawings and like the main clues to like see where your son has been is like he has its toy it kind of looks like doom doom guy and you put the pieces together slowly and you like discover him the game's called the forest you spend i'd say like maybe 40 percent 50 percent on the actual island itself like exploring the forests but the main like progression and gear grabbing is in the caves, which the caves is the hub and like I want to say the breeding ground <laughs> for these disgusting monsters. So like, it's crazy and it's like it feels good because like there's no uh, like overweight system. Mm-hmm. You just collect a ton of shit and you just keep being able to pick it up. The quantity of the item that you have though is the <laughs> is the part like you can't carry too many sticks, you can't carry too many rocks because it'll just like tells you you're full. But it's like a really, it's really satisfying to go from barely able to survive to like covered in armor with a giant base and like it's a lot like grounded. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of feeling. Like once you've like you're like, oh my god, a mutant run to what the fuck are you gonna do, buddy? <laughs> it's like the spiders and grounded, right? At least the web, the web ones. Yeah. The other ones are scary. <laughs> That's another game I'd like to get into again soon when they add a... They're adding a new big update, so... Yeah. But I bought those two games, and that's it so far. I've been looking at the sale, but like you said, I've played so many of them, or I already own them, that it's like, I don't don't need more. And I'm not about to branch off into the indie game territory. I don't ever buy an indie game unless I beat every possible AAA. I will play an indie game if it's like a... 
The only indie games I play are like detective ones or like noir ones. I'll play those. I've played a couple of those. Like there's one that I got from Game Pass. It's called like I don't remember what it's called. But you play like a raccoon. It's like a noir like it's like Zootopia kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's all it's like all animals, but it's like there's cursing. <laughs> right. There's like blood. It's it's like a detective game. Mm-hmm. Kinda like uh I played Black Sad, which you play like it It's weird. The detective games where you play as, like, some obscure animal in, like, an animal world is, like, usually really good, but it's also, like, borderline furry shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I played a game where you play as a chicken, and you're a cop, and that one's, like, a one of those point-and-click adventure games. Oh, yeah. Which is really good, though. And then there was, yeah, like, Black Sad was really good, and this one I haven't played yet, but you're, like, a raccoon. It's, like, a pixel side scroller game. I'm um, sure I'll keep looking at the summer sale. Yeah, like one game uh, that we talked about was called Zero Hour. Oh, yeah. Um, which looks really, really good. Um, this is also an only access game, meaning that the game's not finished yet. And um, the best way I can explain it is it's a team-type shooter. Yeah, like a tactical team shooter. Like a tactical team shooter. Um, kind of like Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, for the feel like I've played the played that, and there's uh, it's it's almost like that almost identical like Siege. So and I remember I actually watched a video on Zero Hour a while back. There's this YouTuber I used to watch who like he'll play like a really big game, and then after he's like had his like long like effect on the game, he'll go out and find like ripoffs or clones of those games. And he did one on Zero Hour. Where basically, I stopped watching him after this, because, like, Zero Hour is, like, a little bit more unique in its yeah. own ways. But, like, he basically was ripping into this guy, like, you could just copy Siege Design. And the owner of, like, Zero Hour, like, product or company, I guess, or whatever, was like, um, actually, Siege doesn't really own the rights to a 4v4, like, defender attacker game. <laughs> yeah. They were just the first ones to do it, so. And the guy just didn't know what to say to that. Yeah, so, um, it's like Siege, and in Siege they have operators, where, like, they're specific characters, and they each have a power. In this one, you, there's nothing like that. It's specifically, you get in, you make a loadout, you choose the gun, what kind of scope, you know, all of the stuff that goes on it, and you work with your team to get, um, either a hostage out of there, um, there, there's one... I guess you call them game modes. Yeah, they're like game um, modes. Where it, the hostage has a bomb strapped to him. Uh, I don't know if it's like a secure area one. I don't. I think it was just the two hostages. I think it's just hostages. And yeah, you basically like it's much more immersive than Siege, being that at night the entire building is dark. You can't see five feet in front of you. Well, I think every game is like everything. I think every game or match is like dark, but like once you, you can turn off the lights mm-hmm. and it's just pitch black. It's just pitch black, which I like about that because it's like it's actually realistic. Because in Siege, there's nothing, there's nothing like that. Their dark alleyways are so bright Yeah. that you, you know, there's no need to need a flashlight or anything like that. Yeah, so like, and I think the attackers get like night vision goggles and the defenders get flashlights. And it's fucking scary. I've seen gameplay of people defending with flashlights and the lights go out. They flick them on and it's just pitch black. You can only see what's in the flashlight. Yep. I'm like, that is kind of scary. 
I mean, I'm for it. It looks really you just good. just have to listen for people. It looks really cool. Uh, from what I've looked at, I don't know if they have any more than just one map. It kind of looks like they only have one map so far. But I'm probably going to buy it. I'll try it out. <laughs> yeah. Because there was a game that was going to be like that, but it wasn't PvP called Ready or Not. Mm-hmm. Where it's a SWAT game. It's like the original like SWAT or SWAT 4 games. But it was supposed to like be a game changer for that series. I don't think it was the same series, but it was supposed to be a game changer for like the SWAT games because it was more gruesome mm-hmm. and a lot less forgiving. Like I remember seeing gameplay of like not gameplay but like rumors talked about like there's one of the missions where a fucking kid gets killed in front of you. Oh. And then you have to tell his parents. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that game looked really cool. I don't know what happened to it. I haven't heard about it for fucking like two or three years now, so I don't know if it ever is going to get made. But that was a game I always wanted to try. Because I've never played like the original SWAT games, but I watched the one dude from Couch Shop play the fourth one. Yeah. Which even the fourth one is really old. Um. Yeah. But like one big difference that I like about this game rather than Siege is in Siege, each operator has two guns that they can choose from. Like two main weapons. Yeah. And then they of course have the sidearms. You choose two of those. And you're very limited on what kind of equipment you get. But in this game, you can choose any gun you want, any scope, anything like that, and to whatever you like, and then, you know, go and... And the fucking, like, customization was awesome. Like, from what I looked like, it looked like it was really tactical. Because the game honestly looks like it's a little bit better graphics than Arma. Apparently, Ready or Not supposed to come out. In June 2021. Huh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, it's on, June, it's on Steam, June, it's not out yet. It's just coming soon. Yeah. It's June 2021, guys. You only have a few more days left. I'm for it. I'm always down to try out some realistic shooter games. I mean, I really like those. And, like, the only ones I've really ever, like, got into and play... Me and Chatham played him. We only played him for a little bit because it got boring because they were like World War One and World War Two games. Were like arm. They were like pretty much like squad or arma, but there was like World War One or World War Two, so it wasn't that fun. <laughs> yeah, not being able to fucking gun someone down with an M sixteen, like Rising Storm. We'll see. I'll buy it after the podcast. I'll download it and play it between now and Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, uh, we have a birthday party to go to today, so I don't know when I'll be on. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Just trying it out. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot of games recently. Yeah, this year, like E3 and. The Steam Summer Sale, like, no, there's no good games coming out this year. The next couple of games, like, big... I think the next big game comes out in, like, next month, but it's not even that big of a game. I don't remember what it was. It was... Me and Chad are excited for it. 
Um, because, like, there's only a few games that I'm really fucking excited for. It's, like, Battle for the new Battlefield. And that doesn't come out till like, I think October. Right. Uh, there was a... Kind of like a Left 4 Dead, like, first-person version of... Well, Left 4 Dead. It's, like, Aliens. It's called Aliens Fire Squad. I don't think that comes out until, like, October either. So it's like I've just been holding out for some new games. No More Heroes 3 comes out <laughs> in August. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought about looking at those games. I saw, uh, I think it was Brendan on Discord yesterday. He told me that Saints Row 2 is on Steam now. Yeah, it was on Discord yesterday. Uh, but I, I thought about uh, you know replaying that. But I looked at the com- the. the Reviews and apparently the yeah. game is very buggy on PC, on Steam, because oh, they released really? it like yesterday, yeah, on Steam, and so the game crashes a lot. There's a lot of bugs. It's just not fit for PC. Because okay. it was originally the only console. It wasn't a very good port then. Yeah, it's not a very good port. Because I was thinking about fucking replaying that in like a co-op, so so somebody in co-op. Because mm-hmm. I used to play those games in co-op, and we would turn on the the angry pedestrian cheats. Like, where they'd fight each other and, like, fight you. And then we'd put on, like, zero gravity and, like, get up on roofs and, like, shoot at people from the rooftops. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I wouldn't play the first second game unless I could play the first one again. Yeah, really? Yeah. I, it's so hard to play the first one. I tried to play it a few years ago on Xbox. It's mm-hmm. so hard to play. I... I always want to go back and try out these games that are, like, really old that I'd love to play again, but they are too hard for me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never really had a problem with old games. Like, if the game either had a bad port or was just a game I never really got, I liked it in the first place, I wouldn't play it. Like, whatever that fucking one that you played as a PS4 port. Oh, Horizon. Yeah, Horizon. I just didn't like that game in general. Really? People really like that game, but I don't know why. People just like it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a weird, like, concept, because it's in a futuristic, like, world. Like, it's like it's Earth, but it's, like, futuristic, but at the same time, you're using bows and arrows. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like robots have, like, taken over. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I get, the, I get what you're throwing down. So they're, like, they're trying to mix two different arrows into one. It's robotic, but yeah, it's prim, like, like primitive. Kind of yeah, primitive. Like cavemen. Like, all the yeah. people are living like cavemen. Yeah. But the monsters and like enemies are all giant fucking robots. Yeah. So I'm just like, uh, okay. Yeah. The story was alright. I mean, I wasn't, I was a big fan. And yeah, the PC port just wouldn't, it crashed a lot. Right. So, well, like a game I've been looking at getting back into because they added a story to it and it's a free update is Sea of Thieves. They fucking added Jack Sparrow and like Davy Jones and a few other characters from Pirates of the Caribbean into it. And I literally, when I watched the trailer for it, I was like, these motherfuckers did the one thing that they needed to to get me to replay their goddamn game. <laughs> I still want to replay it. I don't need you guys, okay? I'll man a one man fucking ship. Yeah. Fuck you guys. I'll ride the dinghy. 
Bro, it's fucking Jack Sparrow, my guy. How could I not? How could I not? I don't know, man. Like, Jack needs... Johnny Depp needs me to save him from Amber Heard, okay? <laughs> I, I just don't... I didn't like the concept of Sea of Thieves in the way... I don't know, because, like, there is a campaign now. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's going to have a different aspect to it now. You can actually play a campaign instead of just doing nothing for an hour. Right. But I think it also just depends on the people you play with. Because, like, I've played with people who, like, we just dick around. It's not really that fun. What? Are you talking about me and Chad? No. Oh, because we fucking dicked around. No, that was fun. We actually, like, oh, we... I don't think we were actually fucking around. We got into a fight with someone else's ship. Yeah. And they were obviously, like, really fucking into the game. And they blew us down and then didn't even bother to, like, loot us. They just left. And we were, like, standing on the fucking bow of the ship playing our instruments. <laughs> Going down with the ship, boys. <laughs> I, I fucking love pirates. So just sailing around is, like, the funnest part for me. Just, like, trying to, like, maneuver the land and, like... Like, maneuvering and, like, exploring is, like, my favorite part. Because I just fucking love pirates. I want a pirate game. Like a, like a genuine, like, story pirate game. That's not a Lego game. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think the last good one to come out was Assassin's Creed. Yeah, like Black Flag. Yeah. And that was fun. I enjoyed that. It's weird that the Assassin Creed games that have nothing to do with assassins are like the best ones. Yeah, because like the the new two one, the two newest ones are really good. Like Odyssey and Valhalla. Valhalla were really good. I don't know. I didn't really like Valhalla. I did. I thought it was. Awesome. I thought it was really dumb. Because they give you a boat, right? <laughs> they give you a little like. It's like a, it's a long ship, so yeah. you know, it's not like you combat, you just sail around, like, the rivers and shit. I, I like, the, I like the ship combat, like, obviously I had the ship combat. That and was it fun. was weird, it worked, even though it was, like, it shouldn't have worked, you know? Because yeah. it was, it, obviously it's, like, Greek times, so yeah. there's no, like, cannons, it was just dudes with bows and arrows, yeah. and, like, fire barrels, and it worked really well for ship combat, even though <laughs> it wasn't, like, crazy. I mean, I liked, I just like. I, I liked Odyssey more, just because... It was my favorite mythology. Mm-hmm. Greek mythology is the best. Valhalla, like, had a weird take on the mythology. So, like, in Odyssey, for instance, the main story doesn't have anything to do with, like, mythology. It kind of does, but it gives you little tastes of it that wants you to have more. Mm-hmm. And then when you eventually, like, if you play the DLCs, you will... Spoilers! If you haven't played Odyssey DLCs, you go to three different realms in Greek mythology. You go to, fuck, what's that first one called? I don't remember, but it's like, it's like the realm between hell and earth, or hell and, like, I guess for them it's fucking, like, heaven. It, I don't, it's like a limbo in between, I can't remember the name of it. No. I don't remember. It's the Greek mythology term, but you go there, it's like guarded by Hades' wife and Cerberus. And then you go to the underworld, and then you go to the big one. You go to the one of the big boys. You go to Atlantis <laughs> for the main, the last part of the DLC. You go to Atlantis? Not Atlantis. Uh, Olympus? Oh, no, no, it's it's Atlantis. So you go with Poseidon? Yeah, you go with Poseidon. Oh, okay. You go and meet Poseidon, which is my favorite Greek god. So that shit was fucking awesome. <laughs> I repeat it. I... Purgatory. 
Purgatory. Yeah, there's, it's Purgatory, pretty much. But they have their own special name for it in Greek mythology that I can't remember. So you go to, like, a Purgatory where Hades' wives, like... Quick, quick little history lesson. Uh, Hades, Hades gave his wife his, her own realm because, you know, he pretty much, like, forced her into being in love with her. Uh, so she gets her own realm. It's Purgatory. It's between, like... It's where the champions of, like, their lives mm-hmm. and, like, the rich people, like, find out who they're going to be. Some of them live in purgatory forever because they just never want to make a decision. You go to the underworld and then you go to uh, Atlantis. But it's like it's like little tastes of like Greek mythology sprinkled in. Like, oh, here you go. Here's some, here, your dad's a god. Here you go. Oh, you have the power of Hercules. Here you go. When in Valhalla, it was just kind of like off, like right out the bat. Here you go. You have got the powers of a god. And it's like, come on. <laughs> you can't just throw somebody into that. There's no background for it. Right. And Norse mythology for me is kind of boring. Because I don't know which one came first, obviously. But, like, Norse mythology is just kind of like a lower res copy and paste from Greek mythology. It is. Because Odin and Zeus. They're like the exact same person almost. Right. Hercules and Thor. Pretty much the same person. Hades and Loki. It's 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 like the whole Marvel and DC thing where like they're all just copy and paste of each other pretty much. Yeah. And I actually study Greek mythology, so I actually like like it more because I understand it. And honestly, one of the things that killed like Norse mythology for me recently was that the fact that like Norse characters are in uh, Marvel shit. <laughs> Like, Loki, Thor, and Odin were in Marvel-like movies. Yeah. And they're nothing like they were in the mythologies. Because, like, I saw a post the other day where it was, like, confirmed by Marvel, Loki is bisexual. And one of the guys posted, he's like, bro, he fucked a horse in mythology. (laughs) You guys gotta update your fucking shit. (laughs) Loki fucked a lot of things in mythology. Like the kids movie, just like the kids movie for fucking Hercules. Zeus is this loving, overbearing guy when in reality of like mythology, no, I... he fucked mortals and killed people if they got in his way. <laughs> Shit's hilarious. Yeah, but I mean, what you think about Hercules, you can't really put that Hades murdered people for fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a Disney movie, so. Yeah. Hercules couldn't be a fucking... Or like Mulan. Mulan, yeah. Like the actual like story of the person who was Mulan. I don't remember the actual name of it. She killed herself because she was a woman fighting the war. Yeah, she had, After to, she won. She had to commit seppuku. Yeah. Which was really good. I loved the cartoon Mulan. It was great. They made a live action that did horrible for two reasons. One, because you had to pay extra to watch it. And two, because it was fucking not Mulan in any sense. <laughs> the, they're like, they want a more realistic version of Mulan. Bitch, there is a woman that turns into a dragon <laughs> in the live action movie. It had nothing to do with the guy she meets. And they're like, well, we gotta show that. They're like, we gotta show that Mulan didn't need a man to help her. And I was like, she didn't need a man to help her she in the cartoon. Army. Yeah, she didn't need the goddamn army. She took down a fucking... The Huns. <laughs> Half the Hun army. She took them down with an avalanche and a fucking firework. <laughs> she did that shit on her own. Alright? She a queen. 
And then they're like, well, the live action needs to be more about her. I'm like, the fucking original was all about her. Like, you guys just want excuses to, like, ruin my fucking childhood memories. Mulan don't need no man. She didn't need it in the live action. She didn't need her in the cartoon. Mulan is the man. (laughs) (laughs) And that's like... (sighs) Disney's just annoying sometimes. Like, the whole Ray situation. People are like, you're just scared to have a strong female lead in your favorite movie or show. And I'm always like, bro, Mulan? <laughs> Mulan's a strong Disney character that doesn't need no man. Mm-hmm. And, of course, all the Star Wars ones I could name off, but I won't. <laughs> There's been thousands of fucking Star Wars women that are strong without a man. Look, dude, even Siri from fucking Witcher was more of a fucking more of one of those I don't need no man. <laughs> yeah. But she also could teleport, so you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. She didn't need a man. <laughs> no matter their power level. Laura Croft did that shit for what, like 30 years now and she didn't need no man? She didn't need him in the original, she didn't need him in the remakes. So I'm saying you can write a strong female lead without making her annoying. Cause I'm all for playing a game where you play as a chick that's like a really strong like personal character who doesn't need anybody. Like the original Last of Us. The original Last of Us. Ellie was like 15 and she saved Joel's life without needing any help. <laughs> and in the new one, they just made it weird. We're like, we don't really, we don't need Joel to carry our series. Watch, we'll kill him the first 50 minutes. <laughs> First hour of gameplay, boom, we kill him. We don't need Joel. I was like, but you... You might not have needed him, but you didn't need to kill the guy. I mean, that game in general just was ass, but you know. Because they made it something it wasn't. They they were like, sorry, you guys like Joel? This is about Ellie now. I'm like, it never wasn't about Ellie. The whole first game was just about Ellie. You got some background for Joel in the beginning. Mm, that's nice. Nice to meet you, Joel. You're awesome. Great dad. Good job, Troy Baker. And then the second one was like, we really don't need him. Just fucking kill him. They're like, this is about Ellie now. I'm like, the whole first game was about getting Ellie to the Fireflies in, what was it, like DC? Yeah. That was the whole first game. I'm like, what do you mean it was? It doesn't need to be about him. It really wasn't about him. <laughs> I'd be like, you played Uncharted, right? Yeah. All of them? Yeah. That'd be like if they made another Uncharted game, and they had Nathan in it, but they killed him in the beginning, and then you played as his wife. It wouldn't be fun. Just not, it's not just, just, it's just, because they built a story around both of them, right? Mm-hmm. It'd be different if they were both in it, and you played as both of them. Like, the first Last of Us, you played as Joel and Ellie, and I was like, that was awesome. And the second one, they just got rid of Joel. That'd be like, you play as, like, Nathan's wife in the newest one because he, like, dies or, like, gets crippled or something. I could see him getting crippled more of a... Because he just jumps off his shit. <laughs> if they ever make another Uncharted. Yeah, I don't think... That, I mean... I've heard two possible things. If they make another Uncharted, it's obviously... They said Nathan's story is pretty much over. It's not going to be about him. Yeah. If they make a new Uncharted game, it'll be either about... His brother, 
Because the newest one you fight with, you like hang out with his brother and like he helps you through your mission. Right. And it's about him and Sully. Because at the end of four, him and Sully like go off on their own separate like adventures. Mm-hmm. So you either play as his brother and Sully, which I'd be okay with. It ain't bad. I don't remember who plays his brother. I think Nolan North plays his brother, doesn't he? No, no, Nolan North plays Drake. Oh, uh, Troy yeah. Baker plays Troy his brother. Baker. That's I mix those two up all the time. The two biggest voices in voice acting. Yep. Next to Stephen Stephen Loom, or he plays his daughter because she like grows up. Because at the end of four, again, his daughter like finds all of his like old like memorabilia from his adventures and him and his mom's adventures. So people think you're gonna play as his daughter at some point with the uncle instead, or like daughter and Sully. Which I just want another Uncharted game, man. I fucking love Uncharted. Man, they were really good. They did something that no one could do. They made a fucking game about Indiana Jones, but he's younger, and he gets into a lot more gunfights. <laughs> but hey, man, they're making an, an Indiana Jones game, so... I'm, I'm fucking excited, and when I see stuff for it, I'll be more excited. Yeah. Because a fucking amazing company with amazing storytelling, Bethesda is making the Indiana Jones game, which people who don't know... Bethesda made your favorite fucking... It made all the fallouts, except for New Vegas. Um, it made Skyrim... All the Elder Scrolls, right? All of them. I think all of them. Uh, it made the newer Dooms, I think. The newer Wolfensteins, too. Nope. I'm excited when I see stuff for it. Just like the Ubisoft's making a new Star Wars open world game, which I'll be excited when I see stuff for it. <laughs> yeah. They're also making an Uncharted movie. That they are. I don't... I'm not excited for that. I don't know how I feel about that. And it's not... So they casted Tom Holland, the newer Spider-Man. Yeah. Is it a few other things? I think I don't remember. But that's not the problem I have with it. Whatever. He's a young kid. Nathan Drake was a young guy doing shit, too. My problem with it is they casted Mark Wahlberg for Sully, and he's just typical Mark Wahlberg. He doesn't even try to put on an accent. He's just, hey, guys, I'm Mark Wahlberg. I'm from Boston. Which, even in, I think it was the third one, you see young Sully in the third game, right? Mm-hmm. And Nathan Drake is, like, 14. And Sully still, even though he's young, has all the color in his hair, has that bitchin' mustache with the Hawaiian shirt. And Mark Wahlberg in the new movie is, like, wearing, like, a leather jacket. No mustache. Just normal. It's just Mark Wahlberg. It's the usual mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg. So that's the part. Nathan Drake's not the part I'm pissed about. It's the fact that they didn't even try with Sully. Because what, what, what is Nathan Drake without Victor Sullivan? Just wait, a man. Wait. What? Victor Sullivan isn't his name, I don't think. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I thought Victor Sullivan was the guy from Conviction. That's Victor Cost. Victor Cost, okay, yeah. So it is Victor Sullivan. Yeah. I get those two mixed up because they're technically the exact same person. They're really basically the same. They person. both have a bitchin' mustache and they're both the best friends I of think the fucking that name. They might be a boy for the same person, too. I could see it. <laughs> uh, but one game I'm really looking forward to is the Hogwarts Legacy. I'm excited for that shit, too. When does that even come out? Next, next year. Fuck! <laughs> they postponed it to next year. It's like October next year, so it's yeah. like, like technically like almost two years away, pretty much. Yeah, but that game looks really good. I think we've talked about it before. We talked yeah. about, like, the controversial part of it where, like, people 
like petition to have like a non-binary like or like a trans wizard where i'm like i don't care <laughs> you can do that all you want but why don't make a big deal out of it it's a universe where people literally turn into fucking cats <laughs> and there's a giant dude who fucking caresses your face because you're a wizard harry <laughs> he's out he's gonna be young in that game though so yeah because it takes place like what it's before Harry. It's before oh. Harry's parents, too, I think. It's it's during the timeline of the Fantastical Beasts. Yeah, so Harry's parents, I don't think, are even in Hogwarts yet. Yeah. And if they are, they're like, they're only year ones. Mm-hmm. Look at me. My Hogwarts fucking... Window. I don't know why he's excited for it, because he's basically never even watched the movie. Well, this, I like- is, this is your way to get into it. Mm. You play the game, and then you watch the first movie. Boom. Or you you watch Fantastical Beasts, you play the first game, and you watch the rest of them. <laughs> I've never seen all of them. I stopped at the Goblet of Fire. That's the one with, like, the maze and, like, the Goblet games, right? Mm-hmm. And then his, like... I think it's Robert Pattinson is Harry's, like, friend that dies in that one. Yeah. In the maze to Voldemort. That's the last one I watched. Spoiler. <laughs> it's been out for, like, what, 10 years? Almost 20, yeah. I watched, like, the first part of Deathly Hollows Part 1, but I passed out. I think that's the one where Harry's uncle? No. The Prisoner of Azkaban. I think he, like, dies in the first no. part of that one. He doesn't die. He doesn't die. That's good. It's like the Deathly Hollows, like part one or something like that. Yeah, I watched the first part of that and then I fell asleep and then I just never went back to watching it. <laughs> Harry Potter is cool because I like fucking magic. Magic's badass and it's just a bunch of fucking kids with magic powers who could kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Like the first part of the Harry Potter movies is like, oh, hee hee, we're learning about magic. Harry's got some dark secrets. Ooh, to pain. <laughs> After the Goblet of Fire, it's just pain. <laughs> But with that being said, uh, we've reached our limit. Thank you again if we've made it this far. Uh, make sure to check out our merch. Get yourself some nice quality Growing Up Sucks merch. Uh, check out our Discord. Come say hi. Maybe even be a guest. And our Instagram and Twitter for behind the scenes stuff. Um, yeah, it's behind the scenes stuff. I don't even know what we do with it. Uh, it I said Discord. Okay. And yeah made this far thank you again and we'll see you in the next episode